morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, 1.37 p.m. family. My name is Bo Templin. This is Charlie Colbrenner. Thank you for getting your day started with the 7.31 a.m. podcast. Today is Sunday, January 23rd of 2022, and we are so happy that you guys are listening to the podcast to get your Sunday started. On this day in 2015, Charlie, I like this one a lot. Clay Thompson dropped 37 points in one quarter. Clay is now back. He's kind of been moving and grooving a little rusty uh, during his first couple games back, but now he seems to be just continuing to do what Clay does, and that's shoot the ball. You can see him and Steph tonight against the Jazz at 8:30 Eastern time. Charlie, what do you make of? Clay's return to the NBA so far. I mean, Clay Thompson, it's like, I feel like he in ways gets overshadowed by Steph. And just when you see stats like this, just like 37 and one quarter NBA record, I just, that dude, he knows how to shoot the ball. You know, there's no way around it. So I think, yeah, it's like what people are saying. He's slowly uh, coming back into form, but I'm still very optimistic. I'm excited to see them play tonight. And every time just seeing him out there is, is so exciting. And with that, we can dive in. Fashion. So if you weren't paying attention to high fashion, this past week was actually um, all all of the menswear fall winter 2022 shows took place in Paris. Um, and if you don't know, listen to the podcast, I'm actually the style editor here at 1.37 p.m. Um, and I want to start talking about fashion a little bit more on the pod. So I want to take an opportunity to talk about some of the stuff that I saw at Fashion Week real quick. The biggest story from the week is that it was the final menswear Louis Vuitton show that was created by creative director, the late, great, always remembered, always incredible Virgil. Abloh. Um, it was an incredible show. He, he he did a lot of really great work at Louis Vuitton. He was originally uh, the designer behind Off-White, and I always kind of had mixed feelings about Off-White, but when he came in at Louis Vuitton, he really did an incredible job combining so many of these really eccentric, abstract, costumey type of themes and motifs with sort of the streetwear kind of culture that he was so identified with. I would say the best way to look at images from fashion shows, go to Getty Images and just look up the name of the show, and then you can just scroll through. But so he did these great pieces with huge wings and eccentric costuming, and then also always included, there's a lot of Letterman jackets and flat brim hats and other elements of sort of classic streetwear. And then it was all in this beautiful baby blue set. I feel like this baby blue color, I've come to really identify with all of his shows. The Rick Owens show was really crazy. I feel like people now know Rick Owens for the Ramones and a lot of shoes that have become like kind of mainstream in streetwear. But this man makes the weirdest clothes and the weirdest runways in the world. When you watch it, you got to remember that runway shows are not necessarily clothing that you're going to wear when you go to the grocery store. It's think of it like going to the museum. You're looking at an art piece that Rick Owens is putting together. There are people with these huge lamps attached to their heads. There were a lot of chains, uh, a bunch of these graphic t-shirts with the word just urinal on them. I think it was sort of Rick's pushback against his brand becoming more mainstream stream and just being like, look at how weird I still am. but super fun. And then if you're just getting into fashion. I would really recommend checking out the Bianca Saunders show. Um, this was just such everything just looks so effortless. It's nothing is too eccentric or crazy. It's all stuff that I feel like people could imagine themselves wearing. And a lot of the tailoring and the silhouettes that she worked with, I think are kind of the silhouettes that we'll see a lot this year. Baggier pants, um, some more boxier fitting tops and things like that. Um, hopping over to NFTs. So- 
This is exciting. The UFC and Dapper Labs, which is the developer that made NBA Top Shot, they are dropping the first uh, packs from their new project, UFC Strike, today. So Dapper Labs is most known for NBA Top Shot, which is the platform that I would say launched NFTs and digital collectibles generally into the spotlight last year. And now they are back collaborating with the UFC, hot off UFC 270 last night. The first drop from UFC Strike is going to be comprised of 100,000 packs and it'll launch today at 11 a.m. Pacific time at UFCStrike.com. Each pack is 50 bucks and will include three UFC Strike Moment NFTs. If you're not familiar with Top Shot, it's there essentially like little GIFs, uh, or I, I don't know the exact file type, but little uh, moving images of a moment from a fight. Um, and then there is a chance that one of the moments is a super scarce, highly coveted champion tier moment. There are 35 potential moments you could pull. They're also going to do another drop on the 31st. First, something really interesting about this that Bo and I were talking about that I'm excited about is that the UFC uh, athletes will receive 50% of the UFC share of the revenue from the NFT sales, both on the primary market and on the secondary market, which we talk a lot about UFC athletes pay and how they should make more money. And so this is nice because this market will ideally make a lot of money and also stay tuned till the end of the episode for a little recap of ufc 270 last night charlie the one of the things i'm really excited about the ufc strike uh program is that it's gonna also benefit the fighters who lose the fights right so say a fighter suffers a loss uh, you know maybe a knockout they receive part of that revenue split so it's not just to the winner um and i think the ufc does a pretty good job of like rewarding fighters who are in epic and iconic moments more than even just oh go 10 and 0 and good things will happen totally but what's going on in the nfl sports big weekend for the nfl no doubt about it we had a wild saturday over in the nfl two really really good playoff games the Bengals take down the titans at the last second with a 52 yard field goal and then the 49ers Shock the Packers once again at Lambeau Field. The Niners are 4-0 now against the Packers over the last decade in the playoffs. Tough finish for Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Don't know what that next season looks like or what this offseason looks like, certainly in Green Bay. Let's look ahead to today's sports schedule. So the early game on Sunday will be the Rams going to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are favored by three points or so. That might change come uh, exactly at time of kickoff. But let's remember the the Rams kind of whooped the Bucks a bit during the regular season and I think this is a really big game for Matthew Stafford, right? He doesn't have this great legacy of postseason appearances or postseason performances. And now he's got a chance to take on Tom Brady in a really big game, probably the biggest game of his career. This could absolutely add to the legacy of Matthew Stafford. I think he has the most to gain from a win. And then the late game is the Bills at the Chiefs. This is a rematch from last year's playoffs. And if you remember, Charlie, the Bills lost. And as the Chiefs are celebrating making it to the Super Bowl, it is Stefan Diggs who stays on the field for the Buffalo Bills and watches that celebration from afar. He wanted to remember that. He wanted to take in every single second of that defeat. And now he gets that chance to run it back. And that game will be at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. And now we can recap UFC 270 from last night. Brandon Moreno and Dibson Figueredo once again put on a classic all-time great title performance and Divison Figueredo regains his title unbelievable fashion the fight goes all five rounds and then in the main event Francis Ngannou versus Surreal gone Francis Ngannou 
defends his title for the first time as the heavyweight champion. He wins the five-round decision. Uh, two of the judges had it three to two. One of the judges had it four to one. And this is the first loss for Surreal Gone. But overall, really good night for the UFC and a really good sports day overall. That is it for today's episode. For more details on these stories and more, head to 137pm.com. Follow 137pm on all social media platforms. Hop into our Discord. Charlie, we are chatting. We're going live in stages. We're doing all of it. Please chat with us. Be part of the community. We will be back tomorrow on Monday. And as always, remember, stay curious. Stay curious.